0: Yeah, you know who it is, it's your boy, DJ on the corner of county and this is hashtag self-explanation, CJ Arresto! Hey yo, CJ Resto. CJ Resto. yeah, it's CJ Resto. CJ Arresto. He said it's CJ Resto. Ooh, CJ, you CJ Resto. It's CJ, CJ Resto. And hey yo, it's CJ Resto. Ooh, yo, CJ Resto. yo, it's CJ Resto. He said it's CJ Resto. It's oh, CJ yeah. Resto. Yo, what it do, Celtics fans, stay true, it's your boy, Hendrick Hernandez, Resto, from CJ and Resto, and this is CJ and Resto, episode numero nueve, or should I say in my native tongue, numero nueve, I know how to speak Spanish, I just say it like that to be funny, and uh, we just finished up Celtics, game five versus the Hawks, and I've never cursed on here, but I'm going to, we fucking lost. I don't even know how to feel about it. Um, I recorded myself because I called it. I said D White's gonna hit these two free throws and then Ice Trey's gonna hit a three pointer from Mars and, and, and that's it. That's the end of the game right there. I, I knew it was gonna happen. Yeah, uh Brian, I feel you. I am insanely I don't I don't even know what to tell you about this loss in a sense of, I don't know where we went wrong. Other than that, we, for the last five and a half minutes, we took our foot off the gas pedal and we did not seal it up and just decide to close them out and send them dudes packing, bro. And now, now we got to go back down to Atlanta and, and I still have faith in my boys to close it out. I'm just disappointed that they played with their food and that they didn't just Seal that up, man. I am sad. The numbers, the numbers are really weird for this game. I don't know if anybody's seen them like the the it's just weird game. So we lost and we only turned the ball over nine times, and it was the exact same number as the Atlanta Hawks. So I don't know what the hell happened there. We out rebounded them. We were plus nine on the boards. I don't know what happened there. I I just don't know what happened there. Let me fix this mic so y'all get the optimal primeness of my voice because I have an awesome voice. Um, I I'm just not getting it. We outshot them from the field from from the two, fifty two to forty six percent, and where we bombed was on threes, thirty to forty six. They had forty six percent from three and we had thirty point eight, and it, uh, we lost by two. And I'm just not understanding where the hell we bombed. Like I'm looking for it. Like I'm I'm just not understanding how we did this. And the only way that I can explain it was with the eye test. And the eye test said that they looked like they was real comfortable in that last five minutes. And then Atlanta said, "I'm not trying to go home right now." Whoop de freaking do! And then it happened. <laughs> um, I'm not I'm not particularly worried about it but I am absolutely disappointed because championship level teams don't do this. They, they win, right? They, they beat everybody up that they're supposed to beat up and they get them out the way. That's not to say that there aren't championship level teams that have gone on to, to play seven games in their first round. a allow the 2008 Boston Celtics against this exact, team right it's the same organization we did it with the hawks and kind of in the same situation a team that limped into the playoffs is giving us a challenge a little bit and um there's not much you can do about trey young trey young is a very good offensive player unless you're going to get him in foul trouble i don't really know what the options are to stop him from scoring buckets we were good game one he made adjustments and he's been good ever since and i'm just very just beside myself at the idea that they could let this opportunity slip. Um, and now we—if we if we lose two games, we get bounced. So it's just not a fun thing to think about right now as far as the Celtics go because they're putting themselves in a position to get bounced out of the playoffs, number one, but number two, they're giving everybody else a chance to heal up. Like Jimmy put on a performance last night that was otherworldly and that takes a lot of gas and he's just going to keep gassing himself out out. Sorry. He's going to keep gassing himself out to get that team over the hump and get them um, into a position to, to be even more competitive. They're competitive right now, but they're going to get a bigger challenge in the next round against Philadelphia. I do believe Jimmy is a mental giant and that he's going to take that on. Like he's playing any other team. It doesn't matter who's in front of him. He are their, are food to him. And the more time we give somebody like that to heal, the more time we give somebody like Joel and B to heal, the more time we give maybe potentially Giannis a to even though I think that series is done, fam. They they game beat, they they're already packing their bags. They're they're planning their trips. I we're giving teams time to heal. We're giving teams time to get more acclimated and situated in the playoffs. And I know some things are out of our control, but this is in our control, and we had absolutely every opportunity to close them out tonight. We were leading in the fourth. I said, oh, this game's a wrap with, like, eight minutes left. I was like, we good here, fam, and it just kind of fell apart at the end. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, Greg. I think that, yeah, maybe putting in Brogdon in the last couple of minutes stabilizes that offense, but we're a stable offense all the way around. I, I just – I can understand – losing one game in Atlanta in front of their home crowd like the day or two after Trey Young's grandfather dies. But DeJounte Murray was suspended for this game. And he's not going to be suspended for the next one in Atlanta. And that is just, oh, man. Ryan, that's a long one. Let's talk about it. Can we fire the coach? Oh, man, he sucks. I said it all year long. Losing coach. Udoka has a terrible... Udo, U, wait, 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 coach Udoka was horrible. Leave Brogdon on the bench and let Smart so, <laughs> all over the court. We ain't winning exploit, even though I cursed earlier. We'll leave that one out. Hey, um, I don't think... <sighs> players play. I always say this. Players play, players play, and players play. The players on the court decided to give the other team an opportunity, and that's what happened here. That's exactly what happened here. We can't run Rob crazy minutes all over the floor, so you can't leave him out there all night, and you can't expect him to come save you every single time. We have two of the best wing players in the league and one of the best defenders in the league and Marcus Smart. We have Al Horford who is a phenomenal three-point shooter and, and finished the league second in three-point percentage shooting this year. And I don't understand how we didn't just close that out. We are supposed to be able – I mean, we're talking about flipping a switch. There was a moment right there where you could have flipped the switch. Either keep the lead or don't let them hit that three at the end. Jesus Christ, it's it's not – I'm not saying it's simple, but it's the mathematics seems very easy. Keep the lead that you already had. You kept them and they were in striking distance the whole game and Trey kept them there. He did that. Jimmy Butler, same situation, just didn't score as many points. Thank God. Um, but that's all right, Brenda, let's talk about that, because let's be honest here. Um, I don't like giving it to the refs. I don't like saying that the refs are influencing anything. If Because if, I've played enough sports to know that if you want to win, you got to go get it and you can't give it to the refs but the refs were making some really questionable calls at the end of that game and i'm not sure that i was in love with all of their play calling i mean i mean the play calling as well but all of the calls that the ref were making at the end of uh, i never like to give it to them um i never like to put it on the refs but those were some there was some funny calls at the end of that game a lot of calls against the celtics um generally you expect the home court advantage to come with the ref advantage too. <laughs> Let's call it what it is, people. We we know how it goes when you're at home and you have the momentum and you're doing things. The refs give you the calls. So this didn't happen this time. And we should never lean on the refs or home court advantage to do anything. These guys, they need to seal it up. I do think that um, if you were looking in that fourth quarter, Al Horford had to stop Jalen Brown from getting himself – ejected from the game pretty much because he was going at the ref like he was DeJounte Mary too. Thank God for our veteran leadership who was in between the two and separated them and just pushed them away. That foul that technical foul on Jason Tatum was crazy. That uh, um I even thought the elbow from Jalen Brown, even though Scalabrini said that that was the right call. I don't know that that was it was kind of like a mo he was making a motion to catch the ball like to get to the ball, Jalen Brown was and they they called the foul there as well. Um it just looked, there was some very shisty, questionable calls that I considered to be very trash. trash, but I don't like to make those excuses. The Celtics did not play well enough, and they themselves were trash, trash. and we needed to be better, and we weren't tonight. I do not, I called for a sweep, man. I was calling for a sweep, and I feel real stupid. <laughs> I feel like Max Kellerman out here saying that Zom Brady was going to fall off a cliff cuz that my call was trash. trash. We're far we're, we're, far we're far from the sweep. We were so far from that sweep now. Like we we got to actually beat them. And it'd be nice to do it in Atlanta, but it would have been nice with the house rocking the way it was tonight to get it closed out on the floor at home. Um man. Man Boston. Yeah, Yo, you know what I'm saying. JB is 6'7". No excuse for that shot on from Trey at the end of the game. I thought that he p- contested it pretty well, but you're, I mean, maybe make somebody else beat you at the end of the game, right? Like send a double team, but then you got you got kind of an open shot somewhere. You might leave one open on, on on a perimeter that's on the perimeter that's easier to make, like on the corner. So trying to do that, but generally that also leaves if you're recovering from that and you're rotating over, you're going to leave somebody in the pain open and all they needed was one. They just needed, they needed one bucket to go in that wasn't a free throw and they were going to be fine. And then it was our turn to show and prove at home. And you know, mm, I think that we're playing a dangerous game here. Either flip the switch or just tell us that we're going to be on the edge of our seat, the rest of the playoffs. Cause I don't understand how we didn't close Atlanta out in five. I don't. Um Nene, was good. Peace, God. Hope all is well with you, my brother. Um, I don't I don't understand where where we went wrong here. Again, I'm gonna just keep saying that over and over. Um, yeah, you see what I'm saying? We can't play with our fool Jonathan. Thank you very much. Um hmm. <laughs> can y'all believe it? The Atlanta Hawks are pushing us to five. <sighs> It's not to say that this team can't win a championship, but if we're going to do that this year, if I'm going to be at the parade in a couple of months, a couple of weeks, um, we need to lock it down when when it's time to get it done. And very clearly we didn't tonight. Again, the stats were, were very were, – the stats just don't tell the story at all. The stats really don't. Because we were were beating them up and they were kind of close and then we would get a little bit of distance. It was always between seven points and like 12, 15. Right. And then all of a sudden it's not. It's their lead at the end of the game and we give it up and we don't play. Oh, man, I called it. You can see I I swear I recorded it and I'll post it later. But I called it when the foul when they called the uh, the blocking call on Trey Young at the end of the game. I said, D. White's going to hit these two, and then from Mars, Trey Young is going to bang one, son, and that's all she wrote. And it was very clearly what happened, and I did not have confidence. I'll be honest with you. I did not have confidence in that last play, especially when I lost it out of bounds and it was .5. The fastest a human being can react to anything is .3 seconds. That's, that's pretty much it. Anything less than that. You got to be superhuman to react to because 0.3 seconds is the blink of an eye. That's literally how quickly your eye bring, blinks. So when they had 0.5 on the clock, I said, yeah, if it's not a miracle shot, a lob that gets tipped in on some craziness, on some all-time playoff coolness, then it's, it's not we, – we're going to Atlanta. And it just reminded me of uh, earlier in the in the series, Scalabrini and <laughs> Eddie House said, we ain't going back to Atlanta. We ain't going back. We ain't going back. Well, I'm only packing clothes to go there once, and I know I ain't going to have to pack myself. I went, we going to Philly. Boy, that backfired. <laughs> yeah, we was talking heavy. We was talking real heavy. <laughs> and if anybody is talking heavy, it was me, because I'm the heaviest talker of all, man. Oh, man. I love that you guys are commenting like crazy, man. I love that you guys are, like, and I can't see them all because my computer's off to the side of my cameras over here. You know what I'm saying? My setup's a little bit pro. Gotta do it that way. Um, so I, I get to catch your comments as I go, as I go by. We don't have Jimmy Vela, that mentality, that hustle, and that crunch time, closing time killer instinct. No, 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 guys, guys, guys. Listen, 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 listen. We lost two games in this series, and yes, we're kind of not doing things the way we're supposed to, but we've had enough of a sample size with the great players that we have on our team to see that we've closed teams out. This is the same exact team that swept the Brooklyn Nets last year. Remember that. And it's the same guys who saw Giannis, Without Chris Middleton or with Chris Middleton, they was going to get beat, son. That was going to happen. And we saw Jimmy and them boys, and Jimmy had a chance to close it out on us, and he missed a shot. I got to be honest, I'm surprised that he missed that shot, especially with as time goes on. That man looks like a problem. So, yeah, not everybody got Jimmy Butler, but if you, plenty of teams have had Jimmy Butler on their team, and they don't got a championship. They have a finals run just like we do. So I, I, I will say this. We have seen time after time that this team can close it out. We don't have an, an I don't have an answer for you for why they did not get that done tonight. I, I I will not lean on the refs. I can I personally Hendrick Hernandez Resto cannot do that and won't do it. I'd never give it to the refs because I remember beating I remember being younger and like the Celtics not being great and we would beat a team. And I'd be running up on people and being like, what up, bro? We beat you last night. Our teams, The squad beat you last night, God. And they'd be like, oh, whatever, the refs, the refs. And they'd be crying the refs. And they could just never give my team. They'd never give the team the, um, the, the due props. And I never wanted to be that guy back to anybody else. We got beat tonight because Ice Trey is actually a decent – I've said it. He's a great offensive player. He's really good about getting buckets into the hoop. And you can't do much about that. You can't, and I said it. I've said it in the last couple podcasts. You can't do much about him. I say he's garbo in the sense that I do not traditionally like players who can only go um, and put the ball in the hoop and cannot defend. And it's not that he's not a willing defender, but there are plenty of times where he gives up on plays. And and I get it. He doesn't want to get into foul trouble because he's smaller, and it's not like he can affect it. He can affect it much, but. That's the game. And that's what it is for short players. And I'm one of them. So I don't feel sorry for other short players. I'm like, nah, bro, you got to go get yours. You got to go get yours. You got to be a crazy defender if you want to get in there because they don't give dudes our height <laughs> an opportunity. And, they, you know, they're not going to change the rules for somebody that's short. So do what you got to do. Um, And if you can't defend too bad, it's not great. You suck. Um, And he doesn't suck. I'm just being you know, facetious in a way. I'm being playful in a way. The dude's really good about putting the ball in the hoop, and there's not much you can do about it, and we have great defenders all the way around, and he still did what he did. Either you send two at him and make somebody else beat you, or you live with what happened, and that's exactly what happened. We lived with what happened. Then we could not, I mean, uh We're saying, geez, I bumped the mic. We're saying the reps, but that inbound play, little things count, guys. Little things count. That inbound play at the end of the game could have been cleaner. Had Al not fumbled it, had, I believe it was Tatum who was inbounding, I could be incorrect because it just happened a couple of minutes ago and I'm living the trauma currently. Um, Tatum could have been more accurate with the pass. Maybe it was just good defense and the way that, the the way Al was being covered forced him to have to fumble the ball. Um, but those little things like that count. I don't particularly have... Adam, what you saying? He—it's the coach. He doesn't have a clue, and he is learning on the fly. He doesn't help when he's just gives up. First five minutes to go. They're up by thirty points. Hey, listen, I—I I agree that I can throw some of this at Joe Missoula, but I am constant about players play, players play, players play, and you know what's in front of you. Something like that happening in front of you. You know what you're doing. You know what's going on. You know. If, yeah yo for real i'm gonna go to bed soon too but i'm not gonna go to bed before i rant and at least now that we got the podcast going i can rant in front of a few people and get some perspective back because before i'd just be calling up castro and castro would be like yeah i didn't watch the game and i'm like yeah i'm just saying no listen like you understand what i'm saying yo." and then i jump on the phone with C's and we talk about it for three hours and we'd spin out of control and talk about something else along the way we'd end up talking about how good little wayne is so because I I became I, I love little Wayne so um. Denisha yeah we the team is a good team we have a great team let's not fall apart guys listen I've been here before I've been a fan 20 plus years I've seen them at their highest of highs I've seen them at some of their lowest of lows I was not around for Andrew DeClerc so I don't know about that talk to Bristol County Castro about Andrew DeClerc he knows all about he knows like his bio he could probably get you his Instagram right now Um, but This is not a bad team. This is It's not a young team either, right? Like, it's a very experienced team. So that's why I'm kind of confused as to why we're going back to Atlanta to play another game when we knew what we had to do, and we did not do it. It's okay to hold them accountable, but let's not spiral out of control and get unrealistic about it. It's a great team. It's the second most winningest team in the league this year, and the winningest team is getting their butt beat. By Jimmy Butler right now, and I don't think that a healthy Giannis would have super made a difference. I do think that Jimmy Butler has people certain teams' numbers, and that's one of them. They, I think they got swept by the Bucks last year. And excuse me if my uh, 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 if my computer's making a lot of noise here, but I'm, I'm, I'm we we popping right now. We popular, so it's gonna be happening. Um, but um, I, I, it's not a bad team. It's a great team. Remember, this was one of the best offenses in history at one point. This was the best offense in history at one point at the beginning of the season. All those things count. All those things will work. All those things will come back to happen. All those things will make – all those things will happen. All those things will come back around again. And we just need to be patient and expect we have have reason to believe that this team is going to – do what they're supposed to do when they're supposed to do it um i do think that we'll win in game six if we have to go to a game seven fam in boston i'm can i be honest i'm not confident i'm not that confident in it because a game seven anywhere can happen and i've seen them lose game sevens before in boston and that's okay that's the teams of the past. It's not the same exact personnel, but I, I can see us losing a game seven. I can I can't. That's just Hendrick being honest. I'm just going to keep it buck. I think that we can lose a game seven. Anybody can lose a game seven. We didn't lose a game seven until we lost one to Kobe. And then from there, we, we've we lost game sevens in the, you know, Uno. we didn't lose a game seven in the finals until we lost one to Kobe. We don't lose game sevens, um, generally speaking. I don't want to see it happen again, but we've seen it happen before, and it could totally happen again against this team, and it would be a really sad and embarrassing loss because I think it would be a waste of a – not a waste of a full season, but it would be a waste of a postseason. It really would. It would be a waste of this postseason where we have the opportunity. The league is banged up, bro. The only people I see that can stand in our way are the Phoenix Suns. I don't see another team that could really do work against us like that. Phoenix, everybody else hurt. I don't see Denver being a problem. Everybody else is banged up, and we have a golden opportunity here. Uh, Let me tell you that, and if you're worried about, like, oh, they're just going to play a bunch of banged up teams and win a championship, nobody in history remembers really who was injured, and then when people bring it up, like, oh, he didn't have to play anybody really seriously. Like, those teams have to play banged up. Like, they say it about stuff in the Warriors, about several of the playoffs, and I'm like, I don't care. Or they say about when Kawhi won his last championship in Toronto, and I'm like, I don't care. You can only play who's in front of you. I mean you don't account for their you don't account for their health. It's not like your health, the healthier you are, the less healthier they are, they are. And it's like there's only so much health to go around, right? No, that's not the case. It's it's an it's an abundance thing and your health is your business. With that said, if other teams' business is to be unhealthy, that's that's not our in our control. So we can play who's in front of us. But it does, I will say this, it does seem like it would be an easier road to winning a championship if you're healthy and everybody else is not. And a good way to, to get in around to that is to making sure you rest. The more games we play, the more we're risking. Um, and at any point we can risk a major player on this team. And even though I do believe it's next man up mentality on this team, like most other teams, I do believe that we execute that better than most other teams. I think we're top three in the league in depth. I do. I don't think there's actually, I think that we're the deepest team in the league. I don't think that there's another team that's as deep as us. And the short rotations in the playoffs. I get it, but they've always baffled me. Run the guys who who can ball. Keep fresh legs out there. That's how you minimize injuries. I do get that they do the short rotations because you want your best players on the floor all the time. If another team's going to run their eighth and ninth man and you just keep your top six, seven men on the floor, then you're probably going to run them off the floor. But I don't see us not. I don't see us not getting out of this first round, but we better seal this up, man. We better seal this up. I'm trying to see Joel Embiid in the next round, fam. Like, these guys are killing me. That last three minutes and better ball control overall. We gave too many points. I agree. The last ten seconds, my heart was racing. LOL. I'm confused. Still sees all day. Yeah, yo, for real, it still sees all day, fam. It still sees till the day we die. We like that goes without saying. It's disappointing to see them play with their food. Yo, get it, get it knocked out and and seal it up because yeah, it, it it there are killers on this team, but like moments like that make me like question your killer. You know what I mean? So I'm with you guys. I'm with you guys on on the idea that slightly, you know, there's a there's a, a level there's levels to this. I'm not right at the same level as everybody else, but I do believe that tonight was an example as, as to why people say things like there's not a killer on this team. And it's a bad look the night after. Like, it's just multiplied and amplified when the night before Jimmy Butler did what he did. And then somebody else on another team, on the exact off, on the team that you're playing, went off and did what they were supposed to do to to win. This man hit us. You know how many does Steph Curry sleep? Like, oh, man, that haunts my dreams. And now Trey hitting me with the the burr. I'm not trying to have him Madison Square Garden bow. You know what I'm saying? In the game seven, that's messy. Let's go, Celtics. Seal this ish up and cut out the mess. I don't know what else they could have done better. They could have shot threes better. Maybe it was a bad night shooting threes. It was. It was a 30% night shooting threes. You never want to shoot 30% as a team. And the other team shoot 46. It's close to 50%, which is fantastic shooting for a team. I do not understand how we let this one slip. And it's a little disappointing. You know how I call it. It is straight up trash. trash. That we lost that game. I need a damn smoke. I never smoke on screen. I'm about to smoke back a little bowl into into my little. I'm about to pack a little bowl of tobacco in into my little bowl of tobacco and take a drag. But I'm gonna hold off on it. It was that last five minutes of the game was trash. Was trash, and the last minute of that game was an unfavorable thing. I did not feel like any of the momentum was on our side. It did not matter what we were doing. It felt like a loss. When you watch basketball as long as I have, and even maybe half as long as I have, you start to pick up on the nuances of the game and where it's going, and you can just tell. Unless something amazing and spectacular is going to happen here, which those moments happen, but they're they're not spectacular because they happen often. Because if they happened often, we wouldn't react the way we react, and we wouldn't be looking for them to happen what ends up happening is what's likely to happen is that your team's going to lose <laughs> if the momentum is shifting that badly and no matter how many times you you guys I'm surprised Golden State won that game the other night because the momentum was completely shifted to the other side like that Harrison Barnes missed that shot was kind of crazy but it's also what's most likely to happen when somebody who shoots at the percentage that he shoots at in the low 30s um to make that shot with pressure on you on the road so We'll be fine. I hope. Damn it. Because if we get to a game seven, I don't know what's going to happen, man. Anybody could lose that game. Why Tatum forces so many behind the arc? So much behind, from behind the arc. When he's such a better threat, going to the hoop, his mid-range is money. Just don't understand. Yeah, we're all we're all super confused, Tony. Um, we're all like, what the hell is going on? I do you know what I say about players shooting a lot of perimeter shots I'll say this and it's an example I learned from the, watching the Celtics um Jay Crowder when he got to the Celtics was a really good 3D and drive guy um he was really good at shooting threes really good at defending really good at driving to the hoop one season he gets hurt towards the end of the season sprains his ankle on a drive to the hoop was out like the rest of the year after that either the game changed around him and he was completely willing to because of that sprain or he said, hell no, man, I don't get injured shooting threes. And I never saw him really drive to the hoop off after that. Not as much as he used to. And um, players are reluctant to drive to the hoop because that's where those injuries happen. And I understand completely. And if you're... I mean, how... How much, how badly do you are you willing to score two points when you can get three from further back and risk less injury? You know, it's just, it's a game of averages. And it's they start to beat averages and analytics into people. And one of the things that they beat into you is that it's actually a little bit healthier for you to shoot threes. You want to last a long time in the, in the league. So they preach it and the players learn it and they go for it. For example, y'all seen John Morant. That's why homies don't drive to the hoop as much. Y'all seen Derrick Rose and careers like that cut short because they were driving to the hoop often with reckless abandonment. That Russell Westbrook has lasted this long is amazing. But players that got to play inside like that generally get beat up and they don't last as long. So that's why you're seeing a lot of players launch from three because the careers of players who do that, who look like Jason Tatum, who have the structure of Jason Tatum, their their careers are fruitful, much more fruitful and um prosperous because they're they're long. LeBron James is a freak of nature and don't expect that to keep happening. Look at Zion. Don't it don't just work like that, right? Like so going to the hoop, you have to really want to go to the hoop, bro. You have to really, you know, the another great example of somebody who lived in the paint, um, who wasn't a bruiser. Allen Iverson and I know it's 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 apples and oranges in the sense of Jason Tatum is built bigger um but that doesn't mean he's built stronger and sturdier just because he's bigger right um but Allen Iverson lived in the paint for most of his career and he was always injured because AI I remember (laughs) it's a joke that was running for a while that AI didn't stand for Allen Iverson and stood for always injured so um There's that. Running to the hoop is a scary situation. That's where most of my game was played. Now, I wasn't a professional. I didn't play in college. I played in a couple of YMCA teams, and I played a hell of a lot of street ball. Um, Driving to the lane was where through the lane and scoring inside layups, lefty up and under, stuff like that was my game. And I can tell you that's where a lot of the injuries happen. If you shoot threes, you don't get injured. So that's why you're seeing players hoist up threes like that. Uh, shout out to the peoples man shout out to melissa asia daniel jacqueline maggie tony you guys are the best to everybody that to everybody watching these people are fantastic and they're massive supporters um they send stars they comment they share they do everything and sending stars is an amazing thing for us because you help us create more content you help us create more things and get products that we can give away and contests that we can do because we do these things off the strength of our own off our own backs, right? Like we do this with our own money. We do this with our own time. And we generate what we generate. You guys helping us, sending us stars, helps us generate more. It helps our content get out to more people. It helps it get it in front of more people, a higher ranking. So doing that. And that's why we shout these people out because they're fantastic about doing that for us. And we appreciate everybody and anybody sending us anything. Send it in. We appreciate it. It's You know, and it's relatively um, uh, on the lower side of costs. You can send stars for like about a dollar. You can send 50 cents worth of stars, and we'll take all of it. We'll take three cents worth of stars if they let you send that. Send us whatever you want to send us because we'll appreciate it, and we're going to bring it right back to you, and it helps us. Shout out to my wife, who's – uh, th- this is a late podcast. She ain't watching the kids right now because they asleep, but, you know. Shout out to my wife, Ebony Ocasio, who's always watching my children while I do these podcasts, again, even though while they're sleeping right now uh and nazir and eliza i love you guys those are my babies bristol county castro's my brother and i love him um and i shout him out every single time as well as ian morgan as well as emilio serrato and matt De silva i love you guys you guys are fantastic shout out to brother libsy i'll see you at the cyphers coming up this month aha night cyphers uh may 11th second thursday of the month uh co-creative new bedford Come through seven and nine freestyle rap with us outside. We got microphones downtown and all that. Shout out my brother CJ, who's out on business, handling business, because that's the bro. You know, it's CJ and Resto, and I'm going to be here for the bros always. Shout out to the, the king of all this. King C's, who's the man, bro, who's like the king of the production team and makes everything happen. Shout out to, to, to everybody watching, because you guys are making me feel special everywhere I go. I bump into somebody who was like, "You doing your thing, Mr. Popular? You man, and, and, and it's you. It's, it's you guys here at #CelticsNation who are really doing a great job getting me out there to the public, and I appreciate it because it's it's coming back to me. And you know, I'm gonna bring it back to y'all and make things happen. I feel good. I feel great. We're gonna win Game Six. I'm calling it now. Celtics will win. They'll they'll it'll be a close game. The Celtics will win by less than seven points." I'm going to just make that prediction. Don't put any money on it. We'll be here. The game will be Thursday. The time has not been announced just quite yet. I think they're going to, it is to be determined. I have not seen that. If I am, send it to me. Yeah, yeah. We lost a game, man. We lost. We, no way. Man. Not y'all. We, we, y'all. Damn, Tyrone, it's you. This man right here, Tyrone, is watching this. I love him. That's my brother. That's family right there. He's a Lakers fan. He's a Lakers fan, so I don't even want to see your face right now because y'all are balling out, and I don't want to see y'all in the playoffs. But y'all not getting past Golden State. Y'all not getting past Golden State and stuff. You gonna cook y'all. That's that. Shout out to to shout out to me. Shout out to me. I I love that. I love that production. Always puts that. Shout out to me because I be working hard. I be working real real hard. Shout out pause. Like the homies say, I don't say it, but I say it for the homies. Uh, I be working extremely extremely lots all the time, and I'm always ready to, to to jump on a new project and get things done. And I'm happy to do this. I'm happy to be in front of y'all. I'm happy to share with y'all. I'm happy to create with y'all. Happy to be part of hashtag Celtics Nation, because we the best page that there is. If you're not following the page on, on Facebook, type it into your search bar, hashtag Celtics Nation. We have 55,000, 57,000 fans and growing. We got a big network, Jump in there, jump in these chats, jump out, jump on the streams with us and let us know what y'all thinking, what you guys want. And we're going to try to make it not. We're not going to try. We're going to make it happen because we don't try. We do. You've seen how fast we've grown in such a little time. and It has been a fantastic journey so far. And I'm happy that you guys are here to ride around, to ride with us, for us, alongside us. And we're here to do the same for y'all. It's been a pleasure. Y'all have a good night. is Hendrick Hernandez Resto signing off. Until game six, we'll do a post game then because we're doing post games because we're expecting to win. I'm going to do a post game as long as we expect to win. So if we're going to close out the series, we'll do it then. I love y'all. See y'all then. Shout out to King C's man. He's the king And somethings. Don't be playing trash. No more, man. Close this. out and stop playing with y'all food. CJ and Resto, episode nueve. I'm out. Yeah, you know who it is. It's your boy. On the corner of County and Virginia And this is hashtag self-explanation Resto. CJ Resto, CJ Resto. CJ Resto, said it's CJ Resto. CJ Resto. CJ Resto. CJ Resto. Yo, CJ Resto. CJ Resto. it's CJ Resto. CJ Resto. Oh I mean, C- J- hey, yeah.